All right, what's up, guys? It's Nick back here with another episode of the Betting Lines. I'm uh, flying solo today without without uh, without Chris, and got a little got a little interesting uh, five team parlay here that I wound up doing today. Uh, with you know not much going on in the world of the NHL right now, there was only a you know blockbuster trade with Columbus and Winnipeg which I think will actually suit Columbus a lot better off than it will Winnipeg. I just There's something about Pierre-Luc Dubois that I really don't like, uh, especially after his little episode on Thursday night against Tampa Bay where he just decided he was going to quit playing for, for the Jackets and just, you know, pretty much give up on the team, which to me, it, you know, it's just a bunch of garbage. You don't, you don't sit there and, you know, say that you want out – and then pull a stunt like that. And I'm shocked at the amount of people that are getting on John Tortorella for sitting Dubois the rest of that game. I mean, when you think about it, look, five games into this season already for Columbus, they're not off to a good start. And, you know, their supposed best player has a goal and no assists throughout the first five games. That's just not going to get it done. Especially after you hold out for a contract, you, you demand a trade, you you saying you want out, like dude, bring your freaking A game, all right? Step up your game a little bit. And Dubois just didn't do that for Columbus, and then he quit on not only the organization, but he quit on his teammates. Which, if you know, you ever played sports at any level, that's just that's just bogus. I'm sorry, like. I, if I if I was on his team, if I if I was a member of the Jackets, there would have been a good chance I would have been throwing hands with him in between periods, because you can't come out and say, look, guys, even though I requested a trade, I'm still gonna be a professional and come to work and come to play hard every day. And yeah, okay, that's great talk, except for the fact that you had a chance to do it and you literally quit on us. So I, I think Jackets players are pretty happy that Dubois isn't there anymore, especially because now they don't have to answer, you know, what's going to happen with Torts and, and Dubois, is it going to be a thing, how is this going to hang over the rest of the locker room and, and everything like that. So I think when, I think if you're a Columbus Blue Jacket fan or just even a player in that organization, it has to feel like a, 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 uh, a deep breath, you know, a sigh of relief that Dubois and that situation is now done. And now, look, you're getting a 35-40 goal scorer, Patrick Kleine. You're getting a young, talented player, Jack Rosaldick. I, You know, I think it's a great move for the Jackets, to be honest. But, um, yeah, back here with the, the fourth episode uh, of the betting lines. And so far this year, I haven't won a ticket, but I am over 500 with my picks, except for the, uh, the San Jose Sharks, damn them, where uh, last week, took them last Saturday against the Coyotes, and yeah, that kind of blew up in my face a little bit there. Uh, Phil the Thrill is just out here, out here reminding people that he is still indeed Phil Kessel. Um, so, I, I was not, you know, I, I, I've learned my lesson. I will not pick the Sharks again this year. That you can take to the bank. For me, picking the Sharks, I am now equating that to picking the uh the Atlanta Falcons when it comes to my, my football bets. It's a team in the NFL that no matter what, when they're good, I can't seem to bet. I can't seem to bet on them when they're bad. I really can't seem to bet on them. I just the Atlanta Falcons are a team I can't catch. The San Jose Sharks, yeah, welcome. You you are now part of my my anti betting 
area. But when you look so far at the NHL season and how it's gone, a lot of these games are hitting the over. I mean, you're seeing it, it, most betting, and like by me in Delaware, uh, um, at the casino where I go to, to do my NHL bets, um, a lot of the, the over-under for the goal totals for games are either at six or six and a half. And most games so far in this young season, we've seen hit seven goals on pretty much a nightly basis. Like just if you look last night at the, the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Rangers and Penguins combined for seven. I mean, so it's just right now the one of the biggest things I could say that if you're going to um, – be betting the over/under for for NHL games. I would definitely recommend taking the over. Now, of course, it all depends on the teams that that you got. Like tonight, I with the with the Kings and the Blues, I didn't even touch the over on that one. I, I went a little bit different uh, this week with my picks. Uh, a little little bit off the the beaten track. I haven't really picked against the spread so far. Um, in the NHL. I haven't done it in a while, actually. But today I, I went a little bit off the beaten path and I took the, the Blue Jackets and the Kings uh, as plus one and a half uh, against the Bruins and the, the Blues uh, with the. Uh, I'm sorry, with the Jackets playing Tampa Bay. I'm sorry, they're not playing the Bruins. I was thinking about the Flyer game. I'm sorry about that. But. Um, the Kings against the Blues, I just feel like that's going to be – I think L.A. has shown so far – I mean, they got two overtime losses against against um, Minnesota to start the year, and I believe they had another loss in there, and I can't really remember off the top of my head right now. But L.A. hasn't been blown out of any games so far this year. They've been, they've been playing some tight games. Both Minnesota games, they were actually winning and wound up going on to lose in overtime. So – L.A. to me, if you can get them at plus one and a half, I feel like that's a pretty good bet because they're just showing you that they're not going to get blown out in, in uh, any other game so far early in this young season. Columbus, like I said, I think they have a sigh of relief that the, the Dubois situation has finally resolved itself and that they don't have to worry about that hanging over their head anymore. And look, even with the, the situation on Thursday night against Tampa Bay, they still only lost three to two, so I, I would definitely take. I wouldn't be shocked if today Columbus comes out and beats Tampa Bay, just with a little chip on their shoulder, a little something to prove. I mean, look, the one thing about a John Tortorella team is you can never, ever question their effort or their heart. So I would definitely pound that one uh, plus one and a half for the Blue Jackets today at two o'clock against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, some more of uh, some. So a couple other of uh, Nick's picks, and I hate that Chris isn't able to do this episode right now because, you know, he, he loves doing the Nick's picks, Nick's picks, you know. But I really, I, I, I'm taking the Canadians. I took uh, I took three games money line, Canadians, Flyers, and uh, Winnipeg. Look, Winnipeg's playing Ottawa. They should win that one. Ottawa, yeah, they played tough, but Winnipeg did smack them around a little bit the other night. I think I just think Winnipeg. When you look at Winnipeg and Ottawa, just Winnipeg has more talent. Let, let's let's be honest. I, I you know from top to bottom, they just have more talent. Not to say that Ottawa doesn't. Ottawa has some really good young pieces, but I just don't think that they're there yet as as an organization. They still got some developing to do. But 
uh, Winnipeg minus 150 uh, as a money line favorite. Philadelphia. I took Philadelphia purely off the fact that I don't think that I, I thought them losing to Boston the other night was an aberration. I right now Boston still scares me. Yeah, they came out of their shell a little bit the other night and scored some goals. They wound up winning five four in a shootout. I don't think we just look at Philadelphia as a team and their ability to score goals. I don't think right now the Bruins undermanned without David Pasternak can can stack up to that. So I, I'll take the Flyers in a bounce back game, money line against the Boston Bruins. And then the Montreal Canadiens were just on a heater right now. Like I mean, the, the game they played the other night against Vancouver, 7-3, to absolutely thrashed Vancouver from pillar to post. Uh, granted, that Demko was in net for the Canucks and will probably be Brayton Holpe tonight, but even with that, Montreal to me is just a far better team than Vancouver. Vancouver is a team that, right now, look, I don't know what's going on with Elias Patterson. That kind of scares me because I, I can't really trust him. As of yet, I still think he's a phenomenal hockey player and a stud. And, you know, when you have a chance to get a guy like Elise Patterson in uh, fantasy hockey or, or if you're doing a daily uh, draft team lineup, I would take him 10 times out of 10 because he's just too good. He's soon to, you know, he's bound to wake up sooner rather than later. But right now it's Bo Horvat and Brock Besser carrying the, the water for Vancouver offensively. I think JT Miller is gonna is gonna wait. His game is gonna wake up soon too. But right now, Montreal all day. I mean, you just look at what's going on with Yasmeri Kakanyemi and Nick Suzuki and uh, Tyler Toffoli right now, back to back Hatties. And he's a guy that I would definitely say if you can get him right now in your fantasy hockey league like I was able to. Thank God. Thank you, uh, Brian, for, for dropping him. And uh, I was quick on the gun to, to pick him up. Um, but if you can get Tyler Toffoli right now in, in fantasy hockey, absolutely do it. Guy is on a heater, just tearing it up right now for the Canadians. Um, when, when you look, you know, Josh Anderson had a great first game for Montreal. Haven't seen a lot of them since. So, I know that's going to disappoint Larry Brooks, but it. But like I said, there's just too much talent right now on this Montreal Canadiens team for me to think that Vancouver could really stand up against them. But that will pretty much do it for this episode of the Betting Lines. I know it's a really, really quick one. Um, we will be back hopefully tomorrow night, Sunday, as you're listening to this. Um I will be back with Chris because I, I'm probably going to wind up playing another ticket tomorrow night because, you know, hey, who doesn't love to gamble? But I'm really hoping that uh, my, my little five-team parlay here, 20 bucks, nets me 300 So that would be uh, that would be pretty great if that would be able to hit. But once again, to recap Nick's picks, and like I said, please do not take my picks as gospel. If you Look, if you want to have fun, bet against them. But, I mean... Like I said, I, I, I've only been doing this. Just, this is a, a, a passion project for me. This is a little fun project to, you know, track and uh, look at all my picks to see how, which way I go. But like I said, please, I'm not a tout service or anything like that. So please do not take these picks as gospel. Uh, if you want to bet, if you think, if you think like, hey, this moron actually, uh, you know, I kind of agree with this idiot. You know, hey, if you want to put down, you know, five, ten bucks, go ahead. That's on you. Uh, like I said, I only bet twenty bucks a ticket for when I when I when I play. So 
But once again, to recap, we took the Canadians money line, Flyers money line, Blue Jackets against the spread, plus one and a half against the Tampa Bay Lightning, Kings plus one and a half against the St. Louis Blues against the spread, and the Winnipeg Jets money line. Those are, once again, Nick's picks, and good luck and good gambling.